I get it. Today I'm talking to you, mom, the mom who did not even want to be listening to a homeschooling podcast this year because you were going to send your kids back to school. And then the mandates happened. More things started happening where you felt like you couldn't send your kids back to school. And once again, you find yourself doing some homeschooling. Well, this episode is for you. Hi, my name is Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. And welcome to episode two of 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool. And today we are talking to the families who are unexpectedly homeschooling again for the coming year. Maybe you maybe you liked homeschooling and you just felt like this was not financially feasible for your family to carry on. Maybe homeschooling was not really your favorite thing. You especially didn't like virtual schooling and you were really looking forward to your kids going back to school. Maybe they were looking forward to going back to school, but for whatever reason, that is not going to happen this year. And so we homeschoolers want to help you get off on the best possible foot. And we want you to know that there are options out there. Embracing a little bit of homeschooling as opposed to virtual schooling quite possibly could make the situation way more bearable for you and just a lot more enjoyable for your entire family. So I want to talk just a little bit about that in the next 10 minutes. You know, how do you deal with all of this when virtual school isn't working and you want to kind of dip your toes into homeschooling? Well, let's talk about the most important thing that you can do in order to get started. And what I want you to do is I want you to take a really good, close look at your child. I want you to stop thinking about, and and you can kind of do this now because you're not doing the virtual schooling thing. As a homeschooler, you have a lot of freedom and flexibility when it comes to making your own curriculum. And that starts by looking at the child in front of you. What do they need right now? Not what do they need in the future, not what do they need to prepare them for college unless they happen to be a junior or a senior, but what skills do they need to work on right at this moment? What brings them joy? And then what I want you to do is make about three to five goals or areas to focus on this year. And the reason why I want you to do that is because you probably have multiple kids at home and you can't focus on everything with equal intensity all the time. So what I want you to do is take a look at each one of those children and figure out what are the three things that the this kid, this kid in front of me really needs, and then this kid and this kid, and that maybe gives you nine things to focus on as opposed to 27 or 33. Nine things, so much more doable. So what you're going to do is you're going to start with something that they need, what kind of skill do they have that really needs some brushing up? Maybe you noticed last year that they really didn't know their math facts or that they are a poor writer. They have a hard time organizing their thoughts and maybe making a paragraph. Also look at what do they enjoy to doing? So if your child is unexpectedly homeschooling as well, when they expected to go back to school, one of the things that you really want to try to be able to do is bring something to their day that 
lifts their spirits and is really enjoyable to them. So if they have a passion for Broadway musicals, or if they have a passion for 3D modeling, or if they have a passion for cooking, let's see if we can find some way to bring a little bit of that into their school day as well, um, so that they have something to look forward to each and every day. So that's the first thing I want you to do. Look at the child in front of you. How can you most help them? And how can you help to make them happy and bring them a little bit of joy. Then the next thing you have to do is you have to start thinking about choosing a curriculum for your homeschool. So if you were virtual schooling, the school was choosing the curriculum. But now as you're moving into what we would kind of call real homeschooling, you the parent actually get to choose the curriculum for your child. And I'm just going to throw this out there. The best curriculum is the one that gets done. Let me repeat that one for you. The best curriculum is the one that gets done. Consistency trumps everything. So if you can find a curriculum that is at the very least tolerable, hopefully a little bit enjoyable for you and your child, and it is getting done on a consistent and regular basis, everything is going to be fine. There is no one math curriculum or one writing curriculum in the homeschool world that is just heads above the other. Same with history, science, anything else. So don't fall into this false idea, this false thinking that you're going to somehow find this wonderful unicorn of a curriculum that's going to make your life fabulous, wonderful, and it's going to clean the kitchen floors and wash the dog and do the laundry. They don't work like that. So what you're looking for is a curriculum that gets done consistently with as much ease as possible (laughs) for you, the parent, and the child. And I don't, when I say ease, I don't mean it needs to be easy for the child. It needs to challenge them somewhat, but um, it needs to be easy for you, the parent, on all levels, all the time. The other thing I want you to think about is skills versus content. So there are some skills that your child needs to kind of make it in life. They need to be able to read. They need to be able to write. They need to be able to do math. But subjects like history and science and literature, these are content area subjects. This is the perfect opportunity for you to combine kids who are fairly close in age and use the same curriculum for all of those children. So don't feel like your 10th grader has to have a book with a 10 on it, your 7th grader has to have a book with a 7 on it, and your 6th grader has to have a book with a 6 on it. Especially for those content area subjects, combine your kids and make your life easier easier. Systematically build skills to mastery. Don't rush ahead uh, just because you feel like, oh my goodness, we're not getting through with the book. Make sure that your kids are really learning the material and stick with it and review it if you need to. Homeschool curriculum providers really want you to be successful, and a lot of times they provide additional help for you. So be sure to reach out to them over the telephone or through email, and they will help you with placement, and they will also help you be successful if you need to adapt their curriculum for slow learners or if you need to accelerate it a little bit for faster learners. They can help with all of that stuff. Homeschool curriculum providers have seen it all. Their kids have kind of done it all, and they can completely help you with adjusting the curriculum as needed. And then finally, really, really work on making your homeschool year a very positive experience for you 
and your child. So enjoy your time together. One of my favorite things to do in my homeschool is something that I call a morning basket. This is a time of day when your entire family, your kids, everyone can come together and learn about some really wonderful, fun, interesting, exciting subjects all together as a family. And in our morning basket, we do some literature reading, we do some history reading, we sing some folk songs, we watch a little bit of current events and discuss them. We just have some lovely things that we really, really enjoy in our morning basket. And it's a a time in our day that sets the tone for the rest of the day. And it's something that um, we've been doing forever. It's something that my kids love. Take the time to study things that your child wouldn't have the opportunity to study in school and stay realistic. One year is not going to make or break your child's entire education. Make it a goal to just keep moving forward. It's a marathon. You don't have to finish the race this year. We're looking for lifelong learners coming out on the other side. Your goal this year is to help build that up by giving them the skills they need and giving them the love of learning that they can carry through the rest of their life. Okay, that's it for today's episode of the podcast. I will be back next week. If you need any links to resources or anything that I chatted about today, you can find them on the show notes. Those are at pambarnhill.com slash T-M-B-H-O-2. And until I return, keep on homeschooling. Bye.